Welcome to the Tech Heroes podcast powered by Intuit. I'm your host, Lucy Shen. I'm a tech evangelist, which means I work with technologists from across the globe to build an amazing tech culture here at Intuit. This podcast is about technologists, the tech that they're obsessed with, and the work that they're passionate about. Tech Heroes is produced by Riley Morales, and our editor is Mark Fassett. To be featured or to nominate a tech hero, email techheroes at intuit.com. To learn more about careers at Intuit, visit intuit.com slash careers. Welcome to the Tech Heroes podcast. Hello, Charles and Emma. I'd love to do a quick round of introductions so everyone can get to know y'all a bit. So please introduce yourself, your role at Intuit. And just as an icebreaker, are you an early bird or a night owl? And we'll start with Charles and then Emma. Um, you know, my name is Charles. I'm a university recruiter. I've been at Intuit, um, you know, as a consultant for about five or six years. And then, um, you know, after being here for so long, I was like, yes, this is the culture. If I'm here this long, I want to stay in. So um, I, you know, became a full-time employee um, back in 2016, working within uh, the university career space and uh, love it. I mean, it's just so much energy and, you know, so much great talent and so many great partners to work with. I work here in the Mountain View location um, and I support a lot of our uh, QuickBooks solutions in our small business self-employed group. And uh, if I'm an early bird, late bird, it depends on what time of the year. Um, I do go to, go to the gym every morning around 5.30 or 6. But, you know, yeah, I know. I had to lose a lot of that COVID weight. And there was a lot of banana nut bread going on during that time, during the line, <laughs> during, during the Tiger Relatable. King days, right? And then, um, so I had to get back, you know, um, had had to get on the, on the treadmill and run the lift. But, um, but lately, I've been staying up till like 1 o'clock in the morning just because it's summertime and, you know, I can't fall asleep and, you know, everything else. So, so yeah, but yeah, so I kind of go, it just depends on what time of the year it is. Uh, my name is Emma. I'm an iOS engineer on QuickBooks currently. Um, I interned back in 2018 and then interned again in 2019 uh, before finally joining full-time in 2020. So I've been here for about two years full-time uh, plus like six months of internships. And I am most definitely a night owl. I go to bed late, sleep in <laughs> as much as I can. Uh, remote work's actually very uh, conducive to that, which I appreciate. Awesome. Thank you both for uh, disclosing so much about your personal lives so early in a podcast <laughs> for work. <laughs> I know. I realized like, man, I just gave a whole lot of information. Look, he sleeps in late. He goes to the gym. He gained some weight. He, he ate banana bread. It's so, all yeah. deeply relatable though, right? Like we all went through kind uh, of it is. Arcs, I think it yeah. really, really is. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. We all had enough podcast... of banana bread. <laughs> for a lifetime, for sure. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, today's podcast is it's for National Intern Day. And so we're actually here today to discuss how to have like a successful internship and how to land that internship to begin with, which is why we have Emma and Charles here together. Um, Emma was originally an intern here, as she just mentioned. And so I'm curious, actually, because the story that I hear is that Charles is the recruiter that hired you. <laughs> so could you tell me about how that happened? How did you end up here at Intuit? And then also, what is it that's kept you here since then? Yeah, so I started out um, as a back-end web engineer or web engineer intern on QuickBooks Self-Employed. Um, I found Intuit through the Grace Hopper Conference, uh, which for those who don't know, is a diversity conference for women in computing. Um, and I was just really impressed by all the talented women I was meeting at this event, um, all the support and clear commitment to diversity into it was showing up front. Um, so I recruited through there, got an internship offer, um, and sort of then was passed on to Charles to sort of lead me through that whole internship journey um, through both years that I was here at Intuit. And he even helped me transition into a new role when I wanted to try a different internship role. 
Um, and it's been a very positive experience overall. I'd say the reason I've stuck with Intuit is sort of the same reason I joined Intuit. It's that clear commitment commitment to diversity from the get-go. Um, even right now, like more than half of my engineering team is women. And that's something you don't see um, many anywhere else in the industry, really. Um, so I think, yeah, just seeing uh, continued investment in women in tech, uh, minorities in tech is something that's so important to me and is the reason I, I see into it as a place that I'm welcome and can find my community. Agree. That's so important. I also have had the experience of like having been the one woman on a yeah. team. It's it's not the most fun time. So I'm really glad that you've had that experience. I was hoping Emma was going to say, and the reason she stayed here is because Charles, you know, he is incredible. He is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, I want to just add to that. I think the year that uh, Emma joined, I think that intern year, uh, we really had a drive and a focus on a, um, attracting more women in tech, you know, in some of these businesses. Uh, and it became top of Raider, and I believe that year and the year after. And we've been pretty steady with it. Like at least 48 to 50 percent of our uh, uh, engineers in tech have been women. So, um, so yeah, it, it was awesome. And Emma got to be a part of that process. And I'm glad that was one thing that our focus drove her to come back. So, so that's awesome, you know, a, a plus me, you know, but yeah. <laughs> so what I heard, what I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> is that Emma has DJed for an Intuit event before. Yeah. Does that have anything uh, to- Several. Multiple, several. <laughs> Charles, did but, you want uh, a hand in that? Is that like how this, like, well, what was you the know story? What? Charles is like my hype man. <laughs> yes, I, I am definitely a big hype man for her. I tell her all the time I'm so proud of her. You don't understand, like from her, her articles that are getting published, you know, on top places to a video. So uh, Emma's name has come up multiple times in some of our discussions in our recruiting meetings. And um, but, you know, whenever we're looking for like somebody for, you know, an event or whatnot, I'm like, oh, what about like Emma? And so she's been to a few things and I've seen some of her work. And then like me and another recruiter, her name is Gabrielle Woody. Uh, well, I'm like, oh, my God, did you see this girl? Like, oh, my gosh. I was like, she's the best. Like, I love Emma. So. So, yes. And the, the love is mutual because I feel like every time, yeah, Charles or Gabby reach out to me to speak on a panel or to come help out with recruiting events, I'm like all in because I we've just had such a very strong relationship um, and both have like that same mission in mind of how we want to help recruit people and just how we can help cultivate the best possible experience for our interns. That's such good energy to have. And I love that they that you're continuing to like build this relationship and like be helpful to each other, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, that kind of energy can be a little harder to find with the, uh, I think you see it the most with interns and new grads and then it starts to kind of peter out right. as people like it spend does. longer in the role, yeah. You know, and I think there's some really great leaders who really push for that. But we do when we go on campus, we're looking for, you know, people who are energetic, people who are engaging, people who have great experiences and people who can communicate effectively, you know, um, the brand um, as well as their experience to to papally entice people to see really what it's like to work here. So Emma's just one of the top, you know, one of the top individuals to do that. So. So, yeah. Yeah. It does sound like Emma had like a, a uniquely wonderful experience. Um, so what would your tips be, like both of you, what tips would you give to interns to get the most out of their experience? I mean, where we're at right now is about halfway, the midpoint for a lot of people who are currently having their internships and a lot of internships still to come in the coming summers, obviously people planning for that already. So um, anyone who's like planning around that, trying to conclude their internships, what are your top tips for current and future interns? Wolf, uh, you know, I'll give my perspective from a recruiter uh, perspective um, on just some of the things I would suggest is is don't wait 
you know, I'm not sure what people are waiting for. If they're waiting to their junior year, their senior year, or they're waiting to get their master's. I would say the sooner, the better. Even if you're coming in from high school and you're going into high school, start. And I say start looking only because it gives you an idea. Even if you don't get a role, you understand the experience, you know, and the, understand the journey. And as you're learning, you know, you'll learn the tips and the tricks and get advice from people around you and you'll start joining, you know, you'll start getting better at the process. Um, and so I say start looking earlier, you know, even if it's your sophomore year going into your junior year or your junior going into your senior, like, you know, don't wait till you go back to school, start networking with the current people that you're working with and start networking with people that are on LinkedIn and other places that, you know, that had opportunities at places that you wanted to work primarily into it. But uh, with that said, um, you know, I'd also say, you know, find an environment that's going to be conducive to learning and growing. I think into it is probably one of the best places for anybody who's coming early into their career for an opportunity. And um, I think, you know, you have to take those things in consideration and ask people what, what their experience was. You don't want to just get thrown to an opportunity and you feel like, you know, you're not part of the culture, that you don't have any teammates, or maybe if you're the only woman on the team and you don't see that there's any initiative to grow that, you know, that space, you know, of diversity, you know, on teams or at the company, um, then you have to take those things all into consideration. Just don't be interviewed, interview them and find out where can you you really grow. And, um, and I, I think that goes a long way. And interviews a two way street, hundred percent. Yo, really yes. Tip. yes. Yeah. Awesome. Emma, what are your top tips? I always tell interns that just being an intern is your superpower. Like once you tell people you're an intern, they'll just go out of their way to come and help you. Whether that means setting up a coffee chat with you, um, giving advice on a project that you're working on, or just sharing their career journeys and you learning from their career journeys. So my biggest tip is just as once you get that internship, um, don't be afraid to reach out to anyone around you, whether that's your engineers, your designers, your leaders, even like people two levels above you or three levels, it doesn't matter because everyone here, at, especially at Intuit, is so um, inviting and just happy <laughs> to speak to interns because we want to make your experience, you know, the best and most memorable that we can. Um, so yeah, definitely take that to your advantage, use that to your advantage, um, foster those relationships. And you never know that could end up becoming your next mentor, uh, your next future manager or coworker um, years down the line. That's definitely also the top tip I, I give to, we like run a new, a new hire onboarding thing that we also do for interns here called Evident Intuit. Um, and definitely the top tip that I always hear me or any other instructor give is like, mm -hmm. ask questions, set up yep. coffee chats, like get <laughs> all of this information out of people and they are so happy to help you. So I they love that you are. had that experience too, Emma. On, on both sides, you've, you've done both oh, now. Yes. You've been the mentor and the mentee. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, we've talked a little bit about like, you know, being a current intern, how can you get the most out of this experience? But we haven't really talked about the earlier part of that funnel, which is how do you even get that internship to begin with, which can be really intimidating, right? For anyone who's kind of new to this process or maybe a minority in this process. So um, what are some things, some misconceptions or tips that people should know when they're getting into this hiring process of trying to get an internship? So I think a lot of people have this misconception that experience is just, um, paid experience. And that's what you're going to put on your resume. Like, I'm only going to put experience on there if I got paid for it, right? Or if I was an intern. But keep in mind that, you know, if you're in engineering or if you want to be in tech and you've been for the past few weeks, you know, working and building an app for a friend or doing something for somebody or creating something, like create a GitHub, like 
put that stuff like into a place where people can actually go look that's experience just because it's not paid does not mean it's experience and if it's experience where does it go it goes on your resume and a lot of people will leave that information out right they won't put that information um, in there i think the other big misconception is like i won't apply to a position um, only because i see the requirements for the intern and they're asking for all of that you know all this information and they're looking for all these requirements it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not qualified i think um, the biggest misconception is that you know that i hear um, you know, and this is just a cultural thing that, uh, you know, I'm not going to apply because I don't think I fit. Well, there's a higher percentage of men who will just apply to these positions. But a lot of times women will apply to those positions just because they might feel like, oh, my skill sets aren't there. And there's a whole study on that. Uh, and we're not going to go down that path. But these are just some of the misconceptions that just come top of mind uh, for me. And then also, it doesn't matter what school you go to. Yes, of course, if you got Harvard Law and you're going to be a you know lawyer and that's what, you know, that firm is always looking for, ah, obviously, right? You know, or if you you know, you're looking to be a doctor, you know, they're looking for Stanford grads and the whole place is filled with Stanford grads because they're medical. Okay. I understand. But obviously if you're looking in tech, you know, I mean, whether it's, you know, I'm looking to be an intern or I'm going back to school because I want to get into tech and I'm going to a boot camp. I already got a master's, but I want to go back into tech versus finance. Like you can still do that. Like there's no hesitation to put these things on your resume and still apply to the roles, you know, um, you know, especially if they're internships, they're not looking for people who have years of experience. They're looking for people to gain experience with the hopes that we can attend you to make you grow in our area. So I don't know. Those are just my my biggest things is like, don't hesitate, just apply. Of course, within your humanities, like I'm not going to apply for, a, you know, an intern for a medical role, but I'm just saying like, just go ahead, you know, and apply, you know, and see what happens. And if not, just make connections. Yeah. Don't and you brought earlier just now about like, like if you have work, even if it's on paid work or if it was especially open source work, just put it on your GitHub. That's a huge point, right? That like yeah. sometimes almost it's more important what your GitHub looks like than what your school pedigree is, right? It's, exactly. It really reflects well on you when you have stuff on your GitHub. So that's huge. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that, Charles. What about you, Emma? What do you, what are your tips and misconceptions? Sure. Yeah. I think now that I've been working for a while, I I've gotten to see the other side of the interview process. Um, I've interviewed new grad candidates. I've interviewed internship candidates. And what most young candidates don't realize is that the interviewers genuinely want you to succeed. Um, I think, and I felt this way too, when, I, when you're a young student um, and the process is just so competitive and very intimidating, you, you might feel that these interviews are meant to eliminate you or just harshly evaluate you. But the truth is that a good interviewer is they're just looking to qualify you. Um, they're not trying to disqualify you. They want you to get this role. So I would just keep in mind while you're interviewing that if your interviewer is trying to give you certain cues or maybe is nudging you in a certain direction, um, really take that to heart and pay attention because most likely they're pushing you in some sort of direction to get you to say the right things, to hit the rubric, uh, to hit certain criteria so that they can give you the green thumbs up, right? Um, so yeah, the inter interviewer is on your side. They're your ally. Um, use that and pay close attention to that. Yeah, usually when an interview inter interrupts you with a question or a, a tip, it's, it's important to... <laughs> Pay close attention to yeah. what they're saying. That's such yeah. a good point. Yeah. We're here to root for y'all. Like we don't want to run 50 interviews. <laughs> we want to run two and find <laughs> right. both of you and hire both of you, right? We want to save our time too. Let's say like you've been through this hiring process. Um, we have we have our tips now about how to get the most out of your internship. Um, but something I think that a lot of people come into internships and in any kind of early career type role is it's about self-discovery, right? Like learning whether or not this is the right thing for you to be doing, um, whether it's like career mobility options, right? Like I, I'm 
tech intern right now? Should I do product management later? Like these kinds of open questions, it's all about exploring yourself and your preferences. Um, so how would you say, what are your tips for maximizing self-discovery specifically during your internship and exploring and experimenting? Yeah, I think the great thing about internships specifically is they are one of the best outlets for self-discovery because it's a short-term opportunity um, to try out something new and it's very you know low commitment. Um, you do this for 10 to 12 weeks and can inform your and it can inform your career decisions for like years down the line. So I I'd encourage interns to really self-reflect at different stages in your internship and start asking questions like, is this a company I enjoy working at? Um, are these people I enjoy working with? Um, do I like the work I'm working on? Do I like the type of work I'm given? And as you answer those questions, that'll help inform your next career move, which might be your next internship, might be your next full-time gig, might be another company. But yeah, just constantly asking like, is this, is this a place that I feel like I fit? Um, or what would that place look like later down the line as I start progressing in my career? I, I feel like in this, we, we overuse this phrase, but we're always talking about like fail fast, right? Like run cheap experiments and fail <laughs> fast. What a better way to fail fast in trying to learn about your preferences as a technologist or even in the tech industry at all than to try an internship. So that's a great point. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The, my last question, just one final question is about our culture here at Intuit. So you know, it, it can be daunting, as we've said, um, being a new intern, a new grad in, in this tech space. It's kind of a lot to take in and a lot of culture shock happens as well. Um, so I'm curious what Intuit does to make people feel a little more comfortable and like they can find their place here. It's a, it's a large company, right? We have like what, almost 10,000 employees or something in that ballpark. Um, what are the cultural things that we have done to make people comfortable and help them find their place? Um, and what are some common pitfalls from either the employer side or the employee side? Um, what are some things to watch out for on that front? I say the biggest thing is to have courage. And I think how we describe courage is um, being able to speak up, you know, even in spaces that you don't you know, feel like to, to voice your opinion confidently, yet being humble. Um, and I tell students all the time, keep in mind, you go to college, you go to university, you know, you're going to whatever program you might be going into, you go into that space and you're paying to learn. And some of you are paying like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Um, and but when you're coming to an internship, you're getting paid to learn. Right. So when you come here, it's ask questions, you know, connect with people, ask people to shadow. Even in our internship, we provide students 10% time back to themselves. So that way they can actually go, you know, check out things and see, you know, self-discovery about themselves and what they're really passionate about. But I think more importantly, you know, our intern program, even though we're, we're always rated top, you know, I think top five, and you know, outside of, you know, um, a specific area, but we give one of those greatest experiences, like Brad Smith used to say, is that we try to create an experience so profound, you know, <laughs> you, you know, you want to stay or want to keep returning back. And, and that's really what we do. We give everything to the students. We give everything to our interns. So that way they just have to show up and just engage. So, you know, networking with people and we encourage that we build spaces for students so that way they can actually, you know, present themselves in a, in a, in a positive light to, towards their team. And, and we try to create areas so that way they can actually talk to leaders. And, and we try to do so much just so that way they can have a great experience so that way we entice them and we can keep them, you know, after we've taught them, right? You know, so that's, that's really what it's all about. Ask questions, not fall into imposter syndrome, which is a whole completely different discussion we can go into. So, so that's, that's just one of the things, you know, it's just having that courage and, and being able to feel comfortable in your own skin and keep in mind that you're getting paid to learn. And we understand that because it's an internship, not a senior software engineer or an MBA marketing, you know, role. So. 
better to ask those stupid, so-called stupid questions now when you're an intern than when you're a senior software engineer and you never got that question answered. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You know, thank you, Charles. What about you, Emma? I'd say at Intuit, there's always a family here if you're willing to do the research and seek out, you know, the right outlets for you and for your belonging. Um, I've always felt like I belonged at Intuit. And I think a lot of that stems from just the vast options of communities that are um, at your disposal and you can choose to be a part of. Um, There's like the Intuit Next Gen Network, Tech Women at Intuit Pride Network, um, and just a dozen different heritage-based ERGs and um, the internship. I'm just going to pause you there. ERG stands for? Employee Resource Group. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to make sure we're not dropping acronyms on people. Sorry, please continue. Yeah. And then the internship team does an exceptional job to organizing events specifically for interns to get everyone together, to mingle, to make new friends, uh, find mentors and such. Um, And as someone who can provide like a fully remote perspective on this, because I'm fully remote now. I've met a couple of remote interns. I'd say, you know, you do have to put a little bit more effort in, but that effort's pretty minimal. It could be as simple as sending someone a Slack message like, hey, I really like your T-shirt. Like I totally uh, related to what you said in that e- in that meeting, or um, I really like mechanical keyboards too. Like let's go set up a coffee chat and talk about it, I think finding your friends and finding your people, as long as you make that a priority or something you're willing to invest in, it'll just happen naturally. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel like the culture here is that we respond very openly to that kind of thing. Like people want 100%. to make those connections. If you ask someone for a coffee chat, like a hundred percent of the time, they will say, yes, I have yet to be turned down for something like that. Um, I would like to get you all, get to know you both as people just a little bit more though, because I feel like I've just been asking about your jobs. So really no, quick, no we're now in what's called the rapid fire portion of this podcast. So three really quick questions about you. First question, what is your favorite comfort food? For me, that would be Spam Musubi. Uh, I'm Japanese American and a a lot of my family's from Hawaii. So that's like the staple food snack uh, in between meals, sort of (laughs) comfort food. My go-to comfort food is breakfast. Like things that are all things breakfast, like your French toast and your bacon and pancakes and syrup and, you know, I mean, powdered sugar and danishes. Oh, you're making me hungry, China. <laughs> you know, like those things, like I could, if, if it was just breakfast all the time, just with that sweet and savory, it's like, oh my goodness. Like it's the, it's, I mean, I can have it for dinner. The, I'm probably gonna have that for dinner tonight now that I said it. <laughs> Breakfast for dinner is one of the true luxuries of existence. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. Thank you both. Uh, Next question. A piece of helpful advice you recently received. Emma first. Uh, Some advice I received recently was just don't be afraid to take breaks. Uh, Burnout is real, whether that's in your job or your schooling or just your personal life. So yeah, put your mental and physical health first. And yeah, don't be afraid to step away and kind of re- and re- relax a little bit. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I was going to say, um, this is probably not recently, but w- we were just talking about this. Um, and I, I've got this from my friend's father, who used to always tell him when he was younger, uh, whose father probably told him when he was younger. And I say it to my kids all the time. Um, uh, lazy people work twice as hard. Lazy people work twice as hard. You might have to think about that, but you know, Lazy people do. They work twice as hard. Why? Because they do it, you know, you know, um, halfway and it gets done wrong and then they have to go back and fix it all over again. So, um, yeah, they always work twice as hard. So just work hard and get it done the right way. It's done. So do it right the first time. Yeah. Final question. Who is your personal hero? 
My personal hero is Nithya Pari. I hope she's listening. <laughs> Nithya's a uh, staff engineer on my yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. And she's my mentor at Intuit. And I've grown so much in my career thanks to her guidance and overall mentorship. So love you, Nithya. Thank you so much for being my hero. That is so sweet. <laughs> man, I'm about to start crying, man. <laughs> emotional, man. Because <laughs> all I heard was Charles. But yeah, I totally did. <laughs> But yeah, the, whoever else, yeah, yes, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. So, <laughs> no, um, I, if I was to say uh, a personal hero of mine, um, it would probably be my grandfather. You know, there's a lot of people I look up to. I was going to say Oprah, but I think my grandfather, um, he's over, <laughs> he's over Oprah. Uh, you know, he was just, you know, a very, very sincere, kind individual. Um, and he respected uh, everybody. He had a swagger about him um, and he was just really compassionate, you know, and and he just always went out of his way for individuals, you know. So. So, yeah, I, you know, it's my grandfather, um, really great individual. And I just try to aspire to be like him and just give everybody that same respect as long as I'm getting respect. And it's just one of those things that he's always taught me about. So um, respect. So I, I just I love the man. And, um, you know, that's that's who my hero is. Oh, I love closing with this question. I feel like I get really soft <laughs> hearing about everyone's personal right. heroes. You know, don't tell Oprah, though. Don't no? tell Oprah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's our secret. <laughs> She's definitely, she might be in the top five somewhere, but you know, don't tell yeah. Oprah, if you listen to this girl, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa who? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, thank you both, both for your, not just your expertise and your wisdom in the field of like how to have a good internship, but also your like vulnerability and the personal aspects that you've brought to the table. I think it really helps us see you as full human beings, right? Because that's what we're here to do. Um, it's not just your work, but also who you are. So thank you very much for opening up um, and sharing so much about yourselves and your work. So it was amazing to connect with you today. Thank you for taking the time. Oh, thank you, Lucy. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. This was, this was a delight. Thank you again for listening to the Tech Heroes podcast. Be sure to subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes so you don't miss out on any amazing stories of Tech Heroes. To be featured or to nominate a Tech Hero, email techheroes at intuit.com. To learn more about careers at Intuit, visit intuit.com slash careers. Tech Heroes podcast is powered by Intuit. Our mission is to power prosperity around the world. I'm Lucy Shen. We'll see you next time.